0: Don't be common, be a lone wolf. Don't be afraid to be a lone wolf, meaning go out and try some ideas that are a little bit different than what's out there right now. Maybe there are a twist on it, a different approach, but don't be in the group, be a little bit off to the side.
1: This is Start Disrupting, a show about the innovators, scientists, and designers disrupting industries and creating 10X impact. I'm your host, Brett Malone, President and CEO of the Virginia Tech Corporate Research Center. You're really going to like the next guest I have on, John Olver from Ema Shield. He's, He's one of our local pillars of technology, leadership, and and just getting everything done, helping us make the community. So John Olver is the CEO, founder of EmaShield. Recently John has been inducted in the Space Technology Hall of Fame. But even more importantly, John has just been in our community. He got his Ph.D. in 1975 from Virginia Tech and never left, and you know, licensed technology from NASA, built a company but then decided, hey, that wasn't enough. He's now giving back and helping us grow the CRC community by building apartments, the VIEW Apartments here at the CRC. So we're really committed to the live, work, play experience here at the park. So John with the VIEW Apartments, uh, the VIEW is now leasing space, and uh, we're excited to be able to have him in the park, helping us grow, give home to all of our disruptors, our game changers, and our innovators. So. Stay tuned. You're going to get to hear the whole story from John in just a minute. John Over, welcome to the show. It's great to be here. Thanks for coming and uh, congratulations on your success, not only most recently but long-term success. And uh, recently, I mean, Emma Shield has been here doing some great things in materials, material science, chemistry, and coatings for for many years. We're going to dive into that, but I'm going to. I don't want to bury the lead. We want to just jump right into your most recent accolade, which is uh, the induction in the Space Foundation's uh, Space Technology Hall of Fame.
0: Yes, it, it was great. The prestigious award uh, was great to, to be honored by technology people from space and, and bring it home to Blacksburg and the CRC. And uh, uh, I was amazed. It was a conference of 8,000 people and to be chosen from over um, hundred and some technologies by peer groups uh was unique in itself. So tell us a little bit
1: about what you're doing and what what got you here. What is it about your technology, your company and what is it you're doing for NASA and the aerospace industry in
0: general? Uh we uh, about 20 years ago licensed the technology from Ames Research in San Francisco, NASA, and we it was for the X33 X34 program uh space vehicle. When we licensed that, it uh, it was products with high emissivity, thermal protective coatings for space flight. And we said, why, why couldn't you use that on the earth and mm-hmm. whatever application? Mm-hmm. And so we spent about uh, four years uh, working on this in a, in a barn in Craig County, Virginia. <laughs> uh, you know, Gates did it in a garage, so we did it in a barn. Mm-hmm. And from that, we developed it into today, 40 products and 20 patents but we're anything about heating or cooling. Mm -hmm. So we can change the thermal properties, enhance those of any substrate, metals, ceramics, uh, refractories, ceramic fibers, and even now we're into clothing. So uh, it's all about making a composite material from outer space material being applied to it and then changing its properties to cooling, heating, saving energy, reducing CO2, or whatever it might be
1: yeah so it's a key part of sustainability it's a key part of what everyone's trying to do with clean energy and also just making things more efficient and and optimal
0: by design no it is it is and when i started i didn't know anything about emissivity and now i've become i guess (laughs) a world expert on emissivity and emissivity was only utilized in outer space research for quite some time and now people are using it in electrical conductors, race cars, you know, even the clothing people have gotten into emissivity. We make a product called Trizar that is in uh, sportswear hmm. to make you cooler or hotter, whichever it might be.
1: People have no idea where this technology ends up. And so this is a good example too for creating a startup and creating a relationship with a federal lab. So NASA having the the initial technology and the research that went into this gave you as a founder a jumpstart and and a lot of people think you have to invent everything from the ground up and in a lot of cases there's a general investment in the research to create the opportunity. NASA
0: spent over 30 million dollars in this research and then we licensed that uh, that research they had a patent on it and then we spent five million so this this is really high tech uh, a lot of research going into it very unique and then we took it to commercialize ours was not an idea to get out and even improve on what they had done but to make their items that they had founded good for things on the earth What where mm. could we use these mm. and how could we improve the performance of you know charcoal grill to whatever it might be
1: yeah You know, it's really cool because a shameless plug, you know, we're working with NASA now to help them identify where are there more of those opportunities. Right. So we think about obviously today with NASA's mission always changing, there's so many things available. So at Tech Center, the CRC is working with NASA under their entrepreneurial academy to try to uncover
0: those and to
1: find more of these
0: opportunities like yourself. Right. We were awarded uh, the award uh, individually, but also Imichu got it with Ames Research. Okay, perfect. And uh, the Deputy Director, Carol, Carol was there, and she's a hokey. I oh. met her at the, and it was great, and she's number two person at Ames Research. Exactly. And this whole conference at the Space Symposium, and uh, what the Space Foundation does is to encourage people to utilize these technologies mm-hmm. and advance them into other areas. There are a total right now of 85 uh, Hall of Fame technologies since 98 that, that affect your everyday life from uh, cardiac machines and hospitals. And where did they come out of? They came out mm-hmm. of the space program and NASA. So no, you don't have to necessarily think up your own idea. Go look at some of these technologies called technology transfer that NASA has. Save yourself some time. So you're one out of 85. It's been over 23
1: years to accumulate correct. these 85 awards. That's correct. And you're, you're one of those 85 over 23
0: years. And it includes everything from GPS to I mean, cardiac this is, devices. This to, is big. <laughs> uh, to uh, drinks. Yeah. <laughs> and one of the things that was uh, that, well, there were two awardees this year And one was Fisher Space Pen. You say, how could a pen company? (laughs) Well, they invented a pen with Johnson Space Center in Houston. Yeah. So you could write in outer space. Yeah. Where there's no gravity. Yeah. And and you can buy a Fisher Space Pen now and write underwater or wherever you want to go. We don't write anymore. We use iPads (laughs) and tablets.
1: Come on, John. Let's let's get into the game. You're fresh off the jet. I mean, just recently. So you... You were at, in Colorado Springs for this event right. uh, just last
0: week. Right? That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. And Got back Sunday. It must have been an amazing event. It was. And you learn yeah. a lot about what's going on in the world out there because there were 8,000 attendees, but also you learn about satellites and what the uh, Space Force of the world is thinking mm-hmm. and what kind of race we're in for that. So, back around on
1: starting your company, you know, we always try to identify. Tidbits, advice, what advice do you have for young entrepreneurs? I mean, first of all, I should back up and let our listeners know that you you have been a staple of the CRC. You have been a a pillar of supporting growth, championing uh, entrepreneurship investment and technology here in the Corporate Research Center uh, for years. And you've seen a lot of companies, a lot of startups. So you're you're obviously in a position well accomplished, re- recently awarded, <laughs> wearing the big heavy metal. I mean, I got to say, folks, this is some heavy iron this guy came in here with. It's quite prestigious. But what advice do you have for young entrepreneurs? Rewind back when you were thinking about doing this and How should they be thinking about opportunity?
0: Well, I I started out uh, getting my doctorate at tech and then I started a company while I was getting my doctorate. Mm -hmm. And the one thing that I had that everyone should have if they're thinking of starting their own business is a mentor, Mm -hmm. someone that actually knows or has been there and can save you time. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's what I had, I had a mentor, started an engineering company, started an environmental lab and then did, so this is my fifth company. And I had that mentor for the first three. Yep. yep. And did he save me time? Oh, yes. It mm-hmm. was wonderful. He, he used to say to me, uh, uh, come to me with your thoughts and I can save you a ton of time because I've already made those <laughs> mistakes. Yeah. So, yes, you have to have a mentor and then you have to research what you're going into. Yeah. And uh, he taught me a, a long and hard lesson. Don't be common. Be a lone <laughs> wolf. Okay. Don't be afraid to be a lone wolf, meaning go out and try some ideas that are a little bit different than what's out there right now. Maybe there are a twist on it, a different approach, but be different than. Don't be in the group. Be a little bit off to the side. But
1: it's those kind of things that that people need to be reminded of. Right. It's easy to get sucked into a me too, yeah. or hey, we're going to be the next Twitter, or we're going to be the right. next whatever, but. You know, what you obviously did was given your education, your training, you followed where your strengths were. Yeah. And at the same time, you found unmet need. Right. And, you know, you found something where no one else was playing where you could exploit that. Right.
0: And, and when I started uh, EMA Shield, uh, the first time I talked to my uh, new mentor at that time, he said, that's going to be a totally did you appreciate disruptive technology. Exactly. And, and I said, yeah, he said, you're not going to be embraced. I said, surely we'll have the best widget. Yep. And he said, and yes, and they'll hate you. <laughs> <laughs> and, and they did some people yeah. would look, we look at you and say, why would I want to do that? But only now it's taken a while people are realizing, if I can take the better widget, put it with my existing widget. Yeah. Now I got a doubly better widget,, yeah. and I can beat my competition.
1: Well, even in the face of adversity, a lot of times, if you have such an overwhelmingly disruptive technology, so not just disrupting a market like dynamic, but if your technology is that much better, if it's ten x, I mean, right. Peter T always talks about needing to be ten x right. and and clearly with with the coatings, the research that NASA did you have to be 10 or a hundred or a thousand X right. in space. You I mean, so you bring that down to what, what you're doing, you can really have an impact. You can.
0: And, and everybody forgets that you, well, heat is everywhere Yeah, and, and uh, cooling. So everything I always say to everybody, we're doing things in particle physics and material science, uh, at the speed of light. Mm. And we are. Mm-hmm. So if you walk into a room with a bunch of steel manufacturers, and say, I'm going to help your furnace because we work at the speed of light. They'll look at you like you've lost your mind <laughs> <laughs> because they don't grasp the concept of how infrared heat works, but they use it every day. Mm-hmm. So you have to prove to them that, oh, that did change something. Yeah, and that's what we do. So it's fun. It's actually it's a, a lot of a lot of fun.
1: So, John, you've been a a, a member of our CRC community for for years and years. Uh, One of the things you're doing now as part of the CRC community and as part of helping our entire community here expand, have more amenities, you were involved directly in building the view apartments right here at the CRC. So, tell us a little bit about that project. Tell Mm -hmm. us about the impact and well the, uh, the opportunity here
0: the property is it's it's one of the highest parts of the crc and i bought this land back when i had an engineering company to build an engineering office mm-hmm. and then the crc came behind mm-hmm. me so i was actually here <laughs> before the crc yeah that's how long i've been out here yeah and i'm ancient out here i guess yeah. <laughs> and so uh, uh, now but uh, we had a discussion what to do with that piece of land yeah, and uh, Joe Barrett and I met about I don't know five years ago, and it was suggested it should be a hotel, and then we talked it further, and it became a professional uh, housing for people at the CRC. And then we, uh, I named it after the runway number, which nobody likes. So now it's called the View, aptly so. All right, and it'll be four hundred and ten, roughly, uh, rooms, uh, two hundred and ten apartments. Awesome. and it will be high-end. The, the, the view is out of view. It looks, yeah. <laughs> at the mountain, it's got, looks the mountain lake, it looks at the runway, at the airport, and it's right in the CRC. So we're excited. It's going to be high-end, and it's for professionals to live there yeah. and work here. And this is what we
1: need. You know, one of the things, uh, as I think about the direction the future of the CRC right. and and the future of the way we're working. It's we're really building a live work play environment. Obviously, with the beautiful outdoors, the scenery, the the mountains, uh, all of our nature and outdoor amenities. You know, we've got the play part covered. We've got work covered. Right. You know, this this live concept of starting to co locate with work, things being walkable. Yeah. This is really going to be. Uh, a game changer for all of us. It's critical, and think, we're thankful yeah. that for what you're doing. And give us some hard uh, statistics here. What are opening dates? Opportunities
0: for people to get involved? Uh, actually, we're going to be starting leasing this week. Leasing starting so up, So can, this is good time. Uh, we we have contacts, and we have a sign-up sheet. <clears throat> working through some of the HUD paperwork yet? But it's 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 ready to be leased, and our intention is to be uh, have this up and operational and used next next spring.
1: Yeah, so we're exact date. I'm not
0: sure because it depends on weather and various course, things, but but it's coming along quite well. You can see building a is already up to almost the rooftop terrace
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's it's really starting to take over the skyline a bit and we're, we're happy to see that, you know yeah. It's something that we need housing here in Blacksburg is so critical, right? And, it is. Uh, it, it's really become a choke point and yeah. you know as we think about the university growing Certainly as we start to master plan phase two, you know, my my vision is we're moving the CRC yeah. from thirty five hundred people to ten thousand yeah. people. How do we start to build to accommodate that kind of
0: capacity? And, and, I, and, and I would density. be remiss not pointing out that the view wouldn't be possible if it wasn't for Jeannie Stosser and Joanne Craig. They were they're critical yeah. to the team that put it together. We yep. we convinced them, I hope. <laughs> and I think I know we did. And so that's a great team with a lot of experience. They've done a lot of projects in town.
1: We're glad you're here. We're glad that this is getting done. We're glad that we can offer just more amenities and right. and it's it's gonna be really nice. And so all of those those Hokies that are out there, either in Northern yeah. Virginia and California, they want a place to come back and, right. and and be a part of the excitement and the technology here. Um, and I, I think to say We bring a
0: lot of people in here from Europe, the Middle East, uh, China even, and they're always totally impressed with the layout of the CRC. Hmm. And you actually work. It's a beautiful place. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. These, and I've been to a lot of others that don't look like this. <laughs> we are so, <laughs> so grateful. We should be We're, very thankful for uh, what you're doing, but also how uh, what a great campus.
1: Oh, I mean, it's second to none. <laughs> and, you know, a lot everything we have to owe to Joe Meredith and his vision and yeah. just the hard work of everyone. But, you know I, I love the community aspect of this and um, the, the ability to for us to stay resilient and right. in this community and want to stay here right you know, like you there people have opportunity to go other places but they stay here because of uh, that community that collision that opportunity to grow
0: yep. I came here in 69 and never left yeah so you got started in a barn
1: and i know that you have more than a barn so tell us a little bit about your farm your operations your your cattle everything that you're into so it, you are the kind of people that we love because you're what i would consider this
0: renaissance thinker of all into all of these projects so tell us about the farm well I, when i came here i grew up on a farm in pennsylvania northeast pennsylvania and uh, i didn't intend on i was leaving farming to to come and pursue a career but uh, I just love the outdoors, and so we ultimately ended up with a 400 plus acre farm in uh, in Craig County, raising gelvies And yeah. naturally, we did it environmentally correctly. We have mm-hmm. rotational grazing, keeping the cattle out of the streams, and and, and and we almost went and got it became a stewardship farm. So I'm all about protecting land, the air, and the environment, mm-hmm. and it's a great place to relax and enjoy. Yeah. And so we use that. We also made it into a business. And so, uh, you know, I just can't quit inventing new ideas for what she might be able to (laughs) do. So we made it into business and it's been going about 25 years now too. Yeah. So it's great. It's a great area to live, uh, raise a family, which I've done. And why would you move? And I wouldn't move.
1: There's so many things here for so many people and the kind of things that you're into really show the diversity, but it's something that, You know, that diversity is something that feeds our intellectual curiosity. It helps us think in these abundance or these growth mindset terms. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're always into something new, you know, you know, it's intellectually stimulating. And so you have this great balance of technology outdoors um, and and just frankly, getting back to the sustainability of the land.
0: That's exactly right. That's what it's all about. Yeah. And that's what we're talking about every day. And I, I, to go to a space (laughs) symposium, and they talk about sustainability. To me, is incredible. But they did. <laughs> yeah. And and they. Uh, how do you make a, a space satellite production sustainable? There, it's being considered.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's being considered. Well, we have to now with some yeah. of the
1: durations of flights and yeah. some of the technologies. That's correct. John Olver, anything but common is what I would <laughs> claim this. So thank you so much for being on the show. It's this has been be a here. lot of fun, my friend. It's been great. And thank you for everything you do for the CRC. We, well, we you thank know. you
0: for coming here now and taking over. You're doing a great job. <laughs> Thanks.
1: And that's it for this episode. Subscribe to Start Disrupting wherever you get your podcasts. We have a new disruptor on our show every two weeks, and you're not going to want to miss it. Check out vtcrc.com for the latest on our research park and over 225 companies that call us home. Until next time, always change the game.